From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be around the world. Pastor Mike Douglas here. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Great to have you with us, no matter where you are, even in those places, Elaine, that we can't pronounce. Or right? spell. Yes. Uh, anyway, Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with Elaine Harlan, our uh, producer and co-host, and, of course, our predecessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl, Al Ramsey, uh, with us as well. Great to have you with us. And uh, tonight, uh, a very important, sometimes yes. sobering uh, topic. And uh, you'll want to uh, stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about fall prevention, and uh, that's that's not preventing the fall season coming up. We're not. talking about actually fall prevention. And uh, what are the stats? Something like it used to be 50% of, of the people uh, entering, seniors entering the hospital with a uh, fall-related injury never come back out, I think, right, mm-hmm. at, at some point. I think, I think one of the difficult statistics is that <clears throat> the average lifespan of an older adult that um, suffers a fracture as a result of a fall is less than one year. Less than one less year. Less than Isn't one that year. So the yeah. key, of course, is if we can get them up, get them mobile, and get them back to their feet, their survival rate will be normal. Awesome. So the real key is getting these people back and mobile. Well, that should whet your appetite. It does mine. All right, we'll yes. be coming up with that in just a couple of minutes. Right now, let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real-life Jesus freak. Like a scene from a bad movie, earlier this year in Uzbekistan, 27-year-old Tohar Haidarov was sentenced to 10 years in prison for selling drugs. Haidarov, a member of the Baptist Council of Churches, who refused to register with the state, was taken to a local police station where he rejected demands to renounce his faith. His fellow believers say he was then framed. One stated that police planted a matchbox with drugs in his pocket. In addition, Haidarov's father is reported to have died from, quote, accidental electrocution. For more on the fate of believers in the former Soviet Union from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.net. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live, Pastor Mike Elaine, and a whole host of wonderful guests with us tonight as we get into fall prevention. And as Pastor Mike mentioned, we're not trying to prevent the fall season because it's happening this week. It's one of I my favorite know. seasons. It is mine too, like but how fall. did it get here so quickly? I don't know. I'm still stuck back in last August. I'm still in, stuck uh, in the 60s, yeah. but that's a whole other story. Well, that's a different show, actually. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's kind of sad. But anyway, <laughs> let's check out some volunteer uh, opportunities from the Volunteer Center of the United Way. The Center for Human Services 
where you can learn about the legal system while participating in youth court. Uh, Youth volunteers ages 12 to 17 are needed to serve as defense and prosecution attorneys, jury members, bailiffs, and court clerks. Now, adult volunteers who are knowledgeable of the law serve as mentors to assist volunteer attorneys while trial preparation and as judges to preside over the court. Now, the court sessions are usually held bi-monthly on Wednesday evenings in Modesto and on the third Tuesday. That takes place in Oakdale. The youth court process offers first-time juvenile defendants who have admitted responsibility for their offense, which is a good thing, an opportunity to have their case heard by a jury of their peers with an adult volunteer judge experienced in juvenile law uh, presiding over them. So this is a great way to uh, interact and form relationships with those uh, individuals. So the Center for Human Services is where you can volunteer there, and we'll give you information on where you can connect with them in just a few moments. The Stanislaus County Behavioral Health and Recovery Services, where you can provide transportation for seniors to mental health services. Volunteers are needed to transport mental health consumers, ages 55 years and older, to and from their homes to their scheduled group sessions at BHRS senior access teams. Interested uh, persons must be at least 18 years of age, have personal experience with mental health recovery, possess a valid California driver's license, and provide a DMV uh, printout. Mr. Al, I think you qualify for this. Uh, Complete the county's four-hour defensive driver's training and pass a a background check. Now, the Stanislaw County BHRS Senior Access Treatment Team provides case management, mental health rehabilitation services, and medication support services for older adults. Another great way for you to uh, volunteer. And Houston Family Resource Center, where you can uh, advocate for youth and community services where, uh, while building your leadership skills as a youth council member. Uh, volunteers ages 13 to 18 years, yes, you can volunteer at 13 years of age, uh, are needed to develop uh, an action plan for the Underage Drinking Prevention Initiative, yes, and deliver it to the community, uh, provide presentations, uh, advocating youth and program services. You can plan and implement youth leadership activities uh, in surrounding communities, recruit and develop other youth leaders, and lots more. Uh, Youth and adult are needed to staff the center's computer center uh, to assist the public and monitor computers, uh, facility during operations, provide child care, clerical assistance, and help with community events, such as the Harvest of Promise. That happens October 16th. Uh, the Houston Family Resource Center is a nonprofit family resource center, and uh, their goal is the prevention of child abuse and family violence and of the effects of poverty and unhealthy lifestyles. Friend, if you have any questions on any of these uh, activities, you can feel free to call Barbara Borba. She's uh, accessible at 209 524 1307, extension 113, again, 209 524 1307, extension 113, or email her at bborba at uastan.org. And uh, needs here at AVC include a refrigerator. This came in to us today, a family who just moved to Modesto from the Bay Area. So if you have a working unit, 
We want to stress that. A working unit cleaned up and ready to go. Please give us a call and we will uh, connect this family with uh, your donation in kind. Uh, we also have a family in an empty apartment right now. They need twin beds, a sofa, dressers, and a kitchen table. Please call us if you can donate any of those items. And you may see, uh, may hear us say that we partner with over 90 organizations uh, and ministries. It's because we do. <laughs> um, one such ministry is called World Relief. Mm. And we were positioned right next to them, uh, our table, as we were set up uh, with other CMN, that City Ministry Network uh, representatives, uh, this Saturday's Beth Moore simulcast here in town. And they have a real need right now for blankets. Uh, yes, blanket donations for families who are arriving, who have need. And friends, if you have blankets to donate, we ask that you call Heather Maza, and she uh, can be reached at 209-491-3035. That's 209-491-3035. And you can always call us here at ABC 209 544-9571, and we will definitely make those connections for you. Well, what an awesome uh, lineup that uh, we have guest here tonight. We have for you, we've asked the Fall Prevention Coalition friends to join us tonight, not because autumn begins in just a few days, because uh, we want to prevent that somehow. Even if we could, we wouldn't want to. No, rather, this is such an important awareness and prevention topic uh, and, and we just need to bring this to the forefront uh, of our minds. All of us uh, need to be aware and, and need to plan for this. And we just want to welcome our guest at this time. We have Diana Olson. We have Jill Erickson, Taylor Marcel, and uh, so hopefully Stephen Wright will be joining us and uh, one of our uh, favorite Phoenix friends, uh, Eugene, uh, also is joining us uh, as well, Eugene Bulgarin. And we just want to welcome all of you to the table here at Lighthouse Live tonight. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Well, kicking it off here, we're going to ask uh, Diana Olson, uh, who is here. Kim uh, uh, couldn't join us tonight, uh, Kim Beish, but uh, she is very big on the Fall Prevention Coalition team, and we have some big events coming up. We want you to mark October 15th on your calendar. And Diana, why is that date so important to us? Well, that, that date is the Healthy Aging Fall Prevention Summit. <laughs> and we expect about 1,100 people. They do various screenings, and we have also a fall prevention section. This year we are partnering with Stanislaus County Area Agency on Aging, mm -hmm. and Kaiser Permanente also came in as a partner. And we have some new things that we're going to be having there, which is Drop the Drugs, where you can bring your prescription medication and over-the-counter medication and dispose of it. Don't put it down the toilet. Bring it to the summit. <laughs> I like that. We're calling it Drop the Drugs this yeah. year. That is so cool. I like it. So, and also a dementia reality tour mm, yes. for those caregivers who need to experience what what it's like if they're caring for somebody. In fact, uh, Mr. Owl here yes. just went through that. last. Uh, was it last Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah la just, last Monday. Fantastic. Yeah. Just before the show, actually. What an incredible actually. thing. He made it to the show. He made it to the show. Unbelievable. 
I know Taylor's had some students that that have been through it. Mm -hmm. uh, Yes. But uh, we're excited about some new things at the summit this year. Now, do they, they like, check your driver's license coming in, or or you can just come in if you're interested? You don't have to be a senior, right? Mm -hmm. 50 or older. Uh, Mike, we qualify. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to burst your bubble, dude, but we qualify. (laughs) And hey, if you're 21 and you want to come and see what it's all about, that's fine. Okay, we have so plenty of student volunteers. There are you go. So we're not going to card you at the door necessarily, no. right? And that's <laughs> one of the beautiful things, huh, Jill and Taylor, is that many people of all ages, it isn't just seniors, although mm. this event is for seniors, uh, qualify for this. A, a lot of people bring their caregivers, or the caregivers yes. bring their parents or grandparents, and that's what makes it such a wide, oh, you know, it affects all ages, really, when you're caring for someone that's older. And, you know, the fall prevention, there's a whole section just on fall prevention, so it's a good way to get a senior fitness test, to get your balance tested. And I know, Taylor, you're doing a special test there also. Yeah, we'll be providing <clears throat> some students to help administer uh, a series of tests, including what we call the senior fitness test, and we test things like uh, upper body strength. We test uh, flexibility. We're going to be testing uh, walking speed this year. That's a new one of our new tests. We'll be doing a series of balance tests in association with some of our coalition physical therapists. And we can provide this information back to the person and give them kind of an outline to say where they stand relative to what we think they should look like for these kind of various measures. So when we say fitness, it isn't about getting you joining our exercise programs, although, <laughs> although that I must, I must admit, that that really is our underlying theme is to really promote our young at heart programs through the county. But that being said, the, the key is to find out where do you stand today? Are you above average or are you running greater risk for frailty? Because a loss of strength and balance is the number one contributors to that potential trip. People who trip and fall, as we've been talking about, likely end up in the hospital with a fracture. And then, of course, we already mentioned that the outcome from those fractures can be very devastating. Taylor, Marcel, you are just one awesome walking book of knowledge here. And Taylor is a professor at the Stanislaus State University in Turlock. Thank you so much for joining our program tonight. I first met Taylor because he presented some wonderful information at our STOAC meeting, which Mike stands for. Oh, Sir, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is a real test. To remember all the all the all the letters in that one. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast <laughs> this okay. morning. Our yes. services to older adults advisory council, and it's it's a See wonderful. See how mean they are to me, Jill. No, no, that no, is no. Mean because he knows all of these acronyms. Acronyms that <laughs> I have no. <laughs> I can't even say the word that I know nothing about. But you know, you just just shared some wonderful information to all of us who provide these services to our seniors, and it is a matter of balance. And Kim and Jill know a lot about this particular portion of the Fall Prevention Coalition, and you, you know, are expert in the nutrition nutritional area and all of those things. Share with our listeners, if you will, Taylor, what you shared with us that morning. Well, uh, I generally I need an easel and uh, a couple of drawing pens. We can pretend. An hour and a half. That's right, you can hold it right up to the microphone there, isn't it? (laughs) But, uh, you know, to to touch on a word you just said, the Matter of Balance program, Mm -hmm. which is a a program that Jill could probably tell us more as far as the nuts and bolts that is running through the county. One of the things that we've learned about older adults is once they've had a fall, even if they didn't have a fracture, the fear of falling again is an enormous uh, burden because these older adults, what they'll do is simply 
well, I'm afraid of falling, so I'll avoid falling. So instead of clearing up the tripping hazards in their home or dealing with their vision issue, or one of the things we might get to later is what we call polypharmacy, the fact that most older adults take four or more medications. And when you take that many medications, many of them can affect your balance. But we take all that aside, and, and instead of fixing those issues, is what, which is our goal, they simply avoid moving around because if I don't get up out of my chair, I won't fall. Now, the downside is if you don't get up out of the chair, guess what? Muscle strength goes down. As muscle strength goes down, your stability goes down. As stability goes down, balance goes away. As balance goes away, walking speed goes away. As that goes away, you're going to trip and fall again. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy when you don't get up and deal with the fear of falling. And maybe Joe can tell us a little more about the Matter of Balance program that is hopefully addressing some of these things. Go for it, Joe. Well, matter of balance is just another option for us. Um, I think the big thing is that some people think that um, it's a natural part of aging. You know, there's nothing you can do about fall. Uh, If you fall and some people even try and kind of hide that they've had a fall, they don't want to worry their family members or um, even their physicians sometimes they don't talk to about things like having a fall. Um, So I think it's really the main thing is to say, hey, you can do something about falls and falls can be prevented. And matter of balance is a class more of a behavior modification. It's not an exercise class. It's almost like a support group in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. You get together with a group of people who want to learn more about what can I do to avoid falls and what are my risks of having a fall. So, you know, it's saying, okay, here's... Here's the things that are a risk, and here's how I can control that and how I think about those things and make a difference. So it's a, a meeting over uh, eight different sessions. So we hold these classes, and the group becomes real close and supportive of one another. And it's, it turns out to be a very positive thing, and it helps people to kind of assess their risk and, and how, what, what they need to change. Can people of all ages take part in Matter of Balance and people of all physical abilities take it's, part in it? it really is for the most frail. I think it's the highest risk population we're looking for, um, people who have had a fall or had a condition. Sometimes it's inner ear balance issues. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's medications. And that's the, the trick is people kind of know um, if they're at risk. Often people have a, I call it a warning fall, um, and that should be the, a red flag for everyone. If you've had a fall or a near fall, your, your chances are exponentially greater every time you have a fall that you're going to have a fall with an injury. You know, a theme that you brought up, uh, both Taylor and, and, and Jill, is, is medications. And uh, I would imagine you probably find that uh, many seniors are taking meds from different sources oh, yeah. and not necessarily keeping track of the contraindications and all of that. Talk about that, that little problem where you may have a doctor dealing with this and a doctor dealing with this. Are they all communicating? Is that one of the things that we find out in this process? Well, I think in, in the medical community, one, one of the concerns that we want to try to revamp medical care is to have better access so that all of our working physicians have a better idea what's going on. For many of us, that level of interaction actually comes from our pharmacist. So you want to have a very good working relationship with your pharmacist because if they're filling all of your, your medications, they're most likely going to realize that the heart medication that you're on may interact with the eye medication your eye doctor gave you, which may interact with something that the orthopedist gave you for your bone loss. And so you need to really keep an eye on those. And, then of course, many of us take things uh, over the counter that can interact that we don't think about, and things like uh, just sleeping medications, which are very popular to help us sleep a little better. Clearly, good sleep is a real key component to good life and good health. But how those psychotropic drugs might interact, real big thing. Mm-hmm. So if you get out a pencil, there's seven things that we know 
we want to take a look at. Many things contribute to a fall, but seven things that kind of top that list include one, which is problems with mobility. People that already have a mobility issue. Maybe they have a past knee injury or other issues that may affect mobility. Second would be this, what we call polypharmacy, which is just a fancy name for saying that you take more than four kinds of medications on a regular basis. Another one could be unsafe footwear. I mean, my bunny-covered fuzzy slippers are really fun and comfy, but they don't give me the best traction and the best support, and they don't stay on my feet going up and down the stairs. So they're going to create as many problems as anything else. So good footwear that, that is solid and going to give you a good base of support. Some people, we, you know, we often talk with aging about high blood pressure, hypertension, real concern. Well, in about 40% of older adults, and many of us may have experienced this, you ever bend over to tie your shoelace and then you stand up really quick and get lightheaded? Oh, yeah. That's not called hypertension. That's called hypotension or a fall of blood pressure. Normally, that's a very brief thing and will instantly return. But if you're an older adult and you already have some of these other issues and you stand up and get a little lightheaded, now we have an issue if our balance is at fault. So these can all contribute. And, of course, one of the things, we, or at least the last two on our list, one, tripping hazards in the home. Um, we often speak, and we'll talk at length at our Healthy Aging Summit, we often have partners from people like Lowe's and Home Depot and other uh, home stores who can talk about getting lifts on the toilet seat because it's very difficult to stand up out of a chair. I mean, many of us don't realize how much effort it takes to stand up out of a chair, but that's easy. I'll just use my, my hands to give myself some support. Well, some people two or three times in the evening, they get up out of a chair that doesn't have any arm rails, and that's the toilet. And so a little higher toilet seat really mm. can make all the difference. Mm. How about a handrail in the shower, making, making the idea? Now, when earlier we talked about the fear of falling, the, the real uh, problem, dichotomy that we see is that when we talk to older adults and give them these simple suggestions, nobody wants to admit that I've gotten older. Nobody wants to admit that I might need a little help. Ooh, can this we think of anybody there? Is, well, <laughs> I didn't say any names. I think, it, I think it applies to all of us at all, all times in life. I, mean, I know it does me. <laughs> but if we can do these simple things in the home, this, these will make a difference. And that basically is with one last major point, and that is the role of being physically active. Mm. That doesn't mean I need you in the gym lifting weights, although... In the long and the short of the discussion, that's exactly where I'd love to see you. Mm -hmm. But being physically active is not necessarily physical exercise or even playing in sport. But being active, being mobile, walking every day, it's really an essential component. By the way, if you're uh, listening in Keokuk or uh, actually some of our Iraq uh, yes, people, you may yes. be wondering, well, where is this Healthy Aging Summit happening? Actually, mm -hmm. we're talking about is uh, coming up here on uh, October 15 in Stanislaus County. And it's down at the Modesto Center Plaza, which is right next to the Doubletree Hotel at 1000 L Street. If you're familiar with the city county uh, offices there at 1010 10th Street, it's uh, just uh, north of that. And uh, it is actually very impressive. It, it is. Really is. Uh, it really. It, it'll blow your mind. Do you realize why this that. is the eighth annual? That is just incredible. And and the flow of people through there is absolutely amazing. And, and 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 the wonderful exhibits and it, and it's worth worth coming. How about caregivers? Important for caregivers to uh, to take a look at this summit. I think so. I, I, one of the things you know, we offer a lot of free health screenings. We're talking about fall prevention. Of course, this is the focus. But caregivers need to know, you know, hey, is the person I'm caring for getting these screens? Are they going mm -hmm. to see their physicians regularly? Mm -hmm. And, and you know, what, are, what else is out there? You know, the health educators. Every hospital that's there will have their health educators there. 
And then they can get their blood dense, uh, bone density, their blood glucose sugars, their blood cholesterol levels checked. So a lot of free screenings, even flu shots. <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of actual uh, services available that day in addition to like getting evaluated for fall risk. So there's so many things they can find out about and, and actually get some benefits of these direct screens that day for themselves and for their, the one they care for. One of the beautiful things I love about this day, Jill, is there are so many volunteers there, and there's something there for everybody. When they go there, I think they are surprised at all the services that they're going to see available to them in this one place, in this yeah. one day. Everybody walks away with something, oh, and they enjoy it. I yeah. see so many yes. smiles on so many faces, and we all have a great time. I enjoy it. Everyone likes year. to get goodies, too, and they each, you know, they learn, and they get a lot of, uh, you know, items or giveaways, you know, there's raffles, so it's, it's a lot of fun you know, on top of that. And Diana, I mean, how many exhibitors do you have? Oh, just in the fall prevention uh, section, there's probably like 20, and in the other section where we're doing the screenings, there's at least 50 uh, booths or exhibits, and then you have you have the cholesterol screening, the bone density screening, diabetes, uh, besides the exhibit spaces. So a lot to see and do. There's something yeah, even, going even on. Even even pharmacists there that we're talking about mm -hmm. checking over those medication interactions. Mm -hmm. and oh. Pharmacists could even talk to you about what you're taking and mm -hmm. what kind of interactions they might have. That reminds me that I believe it's AARP is going to bring their their bus. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> AARP is AARP keeps sending me mail. And it, anyway, go ahead. So, Time to join. Time to okay. join. Uh, they will be bringing Walgreens bus, which oh, travels Great. around the country, and they are going to be doing screenings inside the bus. And we also have the Lions Club doing vision and Wonderful. hearing screening outside. It's great so. to see the groups, the civic groups, uh, oh, yeah. lots of people getting involved with it. I think it gets bigger and better every year, don't you? Yes. Yes. And I just wanted to mention you asked about young people yes. and how they can be involved. Mm -hmm. Well, Jill and Kim are master trainers, yes. and they train coaches. And I would love to have younger people be trained as coaches and go out and do these senior classes. Younger people, are you listening? <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. So, um, that includes both our Young at Heart program yes. as well? Yes. yes. Okay. So we, uh, Kim yeah. trains instructors. So We encourage that. So in call fact, Healthy Aging, right? Yes, call Healthy Aging. Wonderful. And what is that number at the it's Healthy Aging? Five two three two eight. Zero zero two eight zero zero. That's two zero nine five two three two eight zero zero. And can I put a plug in for this little guide? Because uh, we're talking a lot about all the different risk factors and all the things that you know make people at risk. But there's a guide people can call, and we have like a little checklist that can, they can just answer questions to see how high of a risk they are. Mm -hmm. And it talks a lot about what you can do if you've had a fall, and all of those different areas like medication and environment and. Housing, you know, what you can do, resources, local resources to find out more, a home safety checklist, all those things. So what you can do, we call it our fall prevention resource guide. And if people call that healthy aging number or our senior information number, we'd gladly mail them out a guide and a, and a home checklist so they can kind of go through and their own wh home. Whether you're a senior in their community or you're even a caregiver, That's right. it, it's perfectly designed where you grab a magnet and stick it on the fridge, and if you need it in a pinch, a, a quick number of somebody to call um, to have the, the best resources available, that's what this guide is all about. 
Excellent. In fact, you mentioned the magnets, Terry. We have some magnets. The stop sign. I'm, yes. I'm visually, I, in fact, stop. I have one of those on my refrigerator at home, and stop we have falls. one here at the ABC office. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I should mention that's the actually the web page of, of what they're doing in the whole state is stopfalls.org. Mm. So if people want to get on the web and look at resources for fall prevention and learn about what they're doing statewide, it's a great resource. Wonderful. Well, lots of excellent information on that site. I want to slip this in real quick, and, yes. and we, we bring this letter out from time to time. Uh, we were talking just a few minutes ago about some mitigation efforts in the home, uh, looking at trip hazards, uh, looking at the installation maybe of some uh, adaptive uh, hardware that would uh, help prevent a fall. We got this, uh, quite a few of our uh, volunteers here at ABC install grab bars or, or safety equipment. Oh, we and, know. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and let, me, uh, let me read you a letter that we got um, from a woman that, uh, that, that would benefited from that. She says, um, and, and we, you know, we don't often get thank yous, but you know, they're kind of cool when they come in. Recently, we have been blessed with the installation of an adaptive support bar in our bathroom, installed by John and Bill, thanks entirely to ABC. This bar aids me in maintaining balance during toileting, and its support helps to restore my dignity and self-sufficiency. Isn't that cool? Restores her dignity and cells. What does it take? Ten minutes maybe to install that, and uh, what what a blessing. John's handiwork is impeccable, and the installation is discreet and even stylish. Now, here here's the fun part. She says, she says we have a saves and misses scoreboard in our bathroom, and so far the bar has three and gravity has one. And we'll keep track with tally marks and let you know what happens. So, uh, you know, kind of a, a humorous look at that, but uh, you know, it, it really and uh, not only does it have a physical benefit uh, to do these mitigation uh, uh, mitigation efforts, but also just a tremendous uh, bolster to her in terms of her emotions and her her uh, ideas of self sufficiency, and uh, you know, maybe taking a little bit of that fear away that you were just talking yeah. about. Yeah, the fear, like we mentioned before, the fear is a really unusual thing because. Even if we get them into our young at heart exercise programs where we can make a significant impact on their balance and strength, many older adults, even with that improvement, still have that fear aspect. Mm -hmm. So that's where the matter of balance is a little bit of a different program that we're offering to kind of address both sides of that same coin that both interrelate towards uh, falling. So big, big issue there. Big issue. We're here with the fall prevention team. Uh, players this week. We have Taylor Marcel, Diana Olson, Jill Erickson, and uh, just pleased to have them with us. And we'll be back with a whole lot more from them right after Christian song uh, artist Jason Gray, who knows about falling, falling in love, that is, with Jesus. He says for him, it's got to be that kind of relationship. Here's more like falling in love on Lighthouse Life, and we'll be back.
Jason Gray, Fallen in Love, of course, a different kind of fallen, but we're all about fall prevention here this week on Lighthouse Live, Pastor Mike, Elaine, and our Fall Prevention Coalition. And Taylor Marcel just pointed out to us on this wonderful uh, brochure here, a great uh, the logo here of uh, CSU, Stanislaw uh, Department here, Turlock. Uh, on the back page here, and you are all about volunteers as well, and we love that, Taylor. You want to explain what's going on here with the back page here on this brochure? Well, part of my background is uh, as a my doctorate in uh, education and research is I've done most of my research on frailty with age, trying to understand what are the parameters that cause us to be frail. So we've talked today about some of those things that can contribute to a fall. But we're always trying to learn more and more information so that we can better serve the community. Mm -hmm. So currently at the university, I'm conducting a research study where we're evaluating the strength it takes older adults to climb stairs because climbing stairs becomes one of the more difficult tasks an older adult has to do because it requires both balance and muscle strength. So what we've designed in our laboratory is a set of steps that's just four steps high to a platform, and it's portable. In fact, we'll be bringing it to our Healthy Aging Summit to demonstrate this. Uh, It's very similar to what you might see in a physical therapy clinic uh, where they're trying to do occupational therapy or, or get somebody back to work. And what we're trying to learn right now is how much strength is really required for adults to do this. So what we're doing now is a research study where we're looking for volunteers. They have to be over the age of 65. They don't have to be physically fit. They don't have to be exercising. They could be anybody, whether they're they're frail or not frail, uh, young or old, as long as you're over 65. Of course, 65 is the young old to us in our groups. Um, Remember, middle age goes up to 65 for those of us who want to I don't think it's getting older old. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we keep re- redefining the ages. Absolutely. We used to call that old. Now we'd call you the young old. There you go. You know, because yeah. we, we're having these super like centenarians. That. Do you realize there are documented 82 individuals worldwide that are over the age of 110 now? Wow. So we have that, that many people, super centenarians. Do many of them live in the United States or do we know? Uh, a, a portion do. Obviously, mm-hmm. we have pretty decent health care here, so we, right. do, we do get our fair number. Very good. Uh, but going back to my study, basically, if they want to volunteer, they can give us a call at the university. Uh, our phone number at the university is the 209 area code, uh, 664-6692, and we'll just send you out a little packet of information, and then we'll invite you to come to the university. It takes about an hour and a half of your time. You get a complete uh, medical health screening with an EKG and blood pressure and walking speed, many of the similar things that we'll be doing at the summit, but this is under a very controlled uh, condition. So we're here today to talk about fall prevention and our Healthy Aging Summit, but I also want to share that, that we're continuing to try to always learn more and more, and people interested in volunteering, give us a call. You know, our health overall has a lot to do with falling and, and taking care of ourselves, preventing prevention What's the old saying? Prevention is an ounce of prevention. prevention. Is a, thank With you. a pound of thank cure. You. Yes, thank you. I forget. It's that dementia reality thing, right? Mr. Yeah. Al, help me out here. Re- I call that mental pause. Yeah. Short-term yeah. recall. We have some screening <laughs> and, for you. An, aging, an yeah. aging moment, we uh, might say. Where are the AARP people when I need them? By the yes. way, friends, let's get that phone number in uh, just uh, real quickly, uh, as, as Taylor was talking about that. This is California State University in Stanislaus. And uh, it's the 
Kinesiology. Kinesiology. Kinesiology department. That's a neat word, huh? Uh, it Say is. that again. You know, $400 for my nose and my <laughs> mouth doesn't work now. But That's anyway, you can give them a call, however you pronounce it, at area code 209 664 6692. Again, that's 209 664 6692 and uh, 65 or older. Correct. And uh, to participate in this study that, uh, that will benefit many other people. So, a great way to volunteer and uh, just a little bit of time and, yes. and a great, great way to bless others in the process as well. That would be wonderful. Wonderful thing to do. You know, you mentioned uh, uh, the nutritional part. We were talking about nutrition earlier, Taylor. You want to address that? Well, nutrition with age is a very interesting topic because, one, we're bombarded on television constantly with advertisements. Oh, bad carbs and good carbs, and my vitamin D does this, and if I drink this miracle shake and cookie, I can lose weight. But as we get older, we have to balance that out between what is the best for each individual. Mm -hmm. So uh, this goes for even your young listeners. Um, One of the things I'm most concerned is I have young athletes who believe that they're not supposed to eat carbohydrates anymore. There's two kinds of people out there. Those people that need to lose weight or maintain their weight, and there's those people that need to gain weight or maintain weight. But that's really it. Nutrition, like exercise, can be made simple. The reason it's not made simple is how do I sell my next DVD, book, and video or newest exercise program? So at at our Young at Heart, it's a very simple. We have 12 basic exercises. We run through them, and you get huge benefits. Well, nutrition really is the same way. Carbohydrates are not bad for you. Protein is good for you, but you don't need it in excess. Fat is not evil, but... And chocolate is its own food group. And there, yeah, well, yeah, chocolate is an independent, <laughs> independent entity that, that you know, chocolate, chocolate makes okay. serotonin come from the brain and oh, makes you feel good. Oh, so. right, yay! Uh, <laughs> also, if, you, if you're willing to learn to give up the milk chocolate for the dark chocolate, dark chocolate's very Amen. high, oh, very my. high in antioxidants. Yeah, so you. it's supposed to be, that's supposed to also be very good you for us. You can come okay. again. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> But one of the things that we need to talk about, and I'll often use uh, an example, a visualization. If you visualize a water bottle sitting in front of you, and you imagine that that water bottle is, say, worth 2,000 calories, which the average person we suggest consumes in a day. Now, each of us, really, it's different. We depend, it depends on our body size and our activities. But if we use this still as an example... There's a lot of discussion, a lot of books sold, a lot of movies, DVDs sold, trying to convince us what to put in that water bottle. I got a real simple fix. Get a smaller bottle. (laughs) What's the problem with most people is we eat too much food and we eat in excess, whether it's too much fat, too much protein, too many carbohydrates. And this makes us overweight. Overweight makes our body get inflamed. We don't see that from the outside, but no different than being sick. And that chronic low-grade sickness from being overweight contributes to all of these diseases like cancer and diabetes and heart disease and contributes significantly to the aging process. So a little bit of background technical stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, Let, Let's talk a little bit about, you mentioned strokes, and, and uh, we, we see that in, yes, in our ministry yes, here day in and mm-hmm. day out, people suffering from strokes uh, and the debilitating effect it has, but also uh, inspiring that fear factor that you mentioned a little bit, uh, a little bit ago. Uh, what can people do to guard against strokes, and, and what kind of uh, uh, suggestions are you giving them uh, if they're, you know, 55 or older and, and maybe not have been thinking about it? The, the well, stroke, stroke has the nickname the silent killer mm-hmm. because many of us don't know we're going to have a problem with it till it's too late. Now, for the majority of people out there, uh, stroke is directly related to high blood pressure. Now, 
then we'd bring that back to our nutrition doc. Should I go on a low-salt diet? Well, if you cut salt out of your diet, what we found is that you can lower your blood pressure between two to four points. If you become, begin a regular exercise program, we've seen that this will lower blood pressure eight to ten points. So you'll get a far greater improvement in your blood pressure by beginning an exercise program than you will by just a diet. Now, obviously you want to do both. But uh, so stroke is an interesting, uh, interesting fellow out there because we don't know all the different causes. Some are congenital. Some can be related to uh, lifestyle, whether that's uh, you know high salt diet or a lack of exercise or obesity. I just want to kick in that the main goal is controlling the blood pressure, and that could be you know from weight loss, diet. I mean, all those factors. And smoking, you can't ignore smoking. So right. there, there are a lot of risks to strokes, and the physician, I'm sure, will go over that with the folks. But the main thing is to make sure your blood pressure is under control. That's got to be the number one. Yeah, controlling that blood pressure. Well, while we have the professor here, you know, you get various opinions on what that blood pressure ought to be. G- give us some parameters here. We're, well, you're going to get, you're gonna get me in trouble with somebody out there in your audience <laughs> is going to call in and, and, and correct me. Uh, depending on who you're talking to and who you ask, the somewhere between 140 and 150 and 90 or 95, depending on which group of data you're looking at, is our clinical definition. The physician says, you have hypertension, you have high blood pressure. But clearly, we'd like to have a goal of having that blood pressure below 120 and below 80. So you always hear there's always these two numbers, 120 over 80, 140 over 90. And without, again, getting out my easel and my pens and getting too scientific for my students, the upper number represents the pressure your heart is under contraction. So when your heart beats and that muscle contraction pushes that blood out into the blood system, that top number, that's the high pressure. The bottom number is when the heart relaxes to refill between beats, the pressure it's out when it's relaxed. So our concern is the the lower number. When that low number is high, it suggests that your heart never gets a break. Any of you that do exercise, you've got to carry 10 bags of groceries up and down the stairs to get, you went grocery shopping and you're exhausted by the 10th bag. Imagine your heart. It never gets a day off. It never gets a beat off. If it takes even one beat off, you are well aware of it because <laughs> it's not a good consequence. What about when you're sleeping, Taylor? Well, clearly, uh, during getting good sleep is essential for health. And one of the things your body is doing is trying to recuperate. And during sleep, your resting heart rate drops significantly. And again, your heart isn't having to work as hard. But somebody with high blood pressure, because generally their blood vessels are clogged. Now, we think of a clogged blood vessel leading to a heart attack. If your heart is looking like that, guess what? Your brain is looking like that, leading to stroke. Your legs are looking like that, looking to peripheral artery disease in your legs or claudication in the legs. All of these things contribute to increasing that pressure. So even at night, your heart isn't getting the rest it needs. So that's why it's... So we both agree, so vital to control that high blood pressure. And someone with low blood pressure. Well, again, that's that's a unique situation often associated with moving around so you'll stand up. So they don't always have hypotension uh, in most people. But if they have um, what we call orthostatic hypotension, nice fancy name, orthostatic means to move. So your blood pressure falls during movement. That's the one that uh, can also lead to falling. And what are we talking about in terms of numbers when we talk about hypotension? Hypotension is classified as a 20-plus point drop in blood pressure upon standing. So if you're a 120 over 80 and you stand up and all of a sudden you're a 100 over 60, your blood pressure has fallen and isn't recovering within a minute. Mm. In Normally it takes two to three minutes and it'll come back. A healthy person, your blood pressure instantly comes back to where it needs to be because your body re- realizes that it needs that pressure in the heart. 
like to throw something in here that I, I probably should have said earlier. It's one of the things that people can do um, if they know they're at risk for a fall. You know, one, you can come to our summit and get to go through the evaluation, but you can always ask your physician to be a referral for a physical therapy. I think they are uh, underutilized in a lot of ways, and they can do a full evaluation, including your medications. They definitely look at your blood pressure. They'll see your, your they'll check your balance and your strength, and they're the one agency I think or one. Um, healthcare professional that will really look at all the aspects of falls and all the different areas of risk. And Jill, um, if I'm correct, that that's also covered by most Medicare. Yes. Right? It is. Medicare it and, is. And in fact, insurance. That's, if, that's if a it's point. a hardship for you to get into a physical therapist office, um, there is even uh, under Medicare anyway. There's a way to get home health covering physical therapy, depending if they meet that criteria for home health. Right. So it's an option I think people don't take advantage of, and they're yeah. probably the one agency or the one healthcare professional that would really take a look at every aspect and give you that time that you need. But this comes full circle, doesn't it? It comes back to the idea of stroke as a silent killer, and mm -hmm. people don't ask for help. So if one, you don't know you have it because you don't get your blood pressure checked regularly, you don't realize the, the danger that you're under for the possibility of stroke. Or if you just like, simply ignore your medical checkups, then, you know, you're asking for it. Are there any symptoms uh, ahead of time that I, I realize oftentimes it, it just happens, but uh, any H symptoms people ought to be looking Hence for? the name silent killer. Mm. No symptoms. You don't Generally, like you don't. On, now, right? some people will often, with high blood pressure, will complain of headaches. So if you get mm -hmm. frequent headaches um, and stress, especially during low blood sugar, these are things that you want to adjust your diet to make sure you're eating on a regular basis. And again, get that checkup. Again, friends, we're talking about uh, the upcoming Healthy Aging Summit here in uh, the Modesto area, Stanislaus County, coming up on October 15. Here's a couple, a list of a couple of the uh, exhibits and uh, uh, the uh, advantages of, of going, a uh, balance testing with the uh, your department, I think, right? That's correct. That's Absolutely. Right. Uh, home modification, uh, Lowe's, and advancing vibrant yes, communities we'll will, will be part of that. Yes. Uh, the uh, coroner's office will be there. And Stephen Wright and I, by the way, had the opportunity to speak together this morning and uh, just some wonderful yes. wonderful people mm -hmm. there I called my so I called my mom and I said you know I, I'm gonna, I've got a speaking engagement today and uh -huh. she says what's it for I said the statewide coroners oh but that made her happy she says well I hope they don't keep you I said, oh, <laughs> probably not. anyway uh, also fitness testing uh, vision and hearing testing uh, hearing information medication management and information we talked about that uh, uh, recently, uh, Lifeline, uh, the proper shoe wear, we talked about that, fitness programs, a matter of balance, and young at heart exercise demonstrations. Again, that'll be at uh, the, the city center uh, here in the Modesto area. If you know where uh, City Hall is uh, on, on uh, 1010 10th Street, it's just north of that, right next to the Doubletree Hotel. And uh, what are the hours of, of the uh, summit? Eight to two. Eight to two. Yes. And I do want to mention this week is fall, fall prevention awareness week. And we are down at the 1010 10th Street government offices, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Great. And anybody can pick up a resource guide or information on different programs. You guys have been busy there already this week, <laughs> setting up displays and working very hard. Thank you for all of uh, the things that you've done there so people can stop by already and, and pick up information. Yes. Wonderful. Awesome. You have a, a section on here on, on Tai Chi, and uh, th th I find this interesting. I was uh, visiting um, my mom this past weekend down in the Arcadia area, and there's a park. 
And uh, there, are, there are a lot of uh, Chinese immigrants that have moved into that particular area, and you see them out uh, in the morning uh, going through their Tai Chi uh, exercises. Talk a little bit about the advantages of this particular kind of exercise and, uh, and, and how uh, seniors are responding to that. I can talk a little bit about it. Tai Chi is, is very popular. We only have a few instructors, and Diana can probably yes. give you locations. But it really is controlled movement. I think when Tai Chi, um, it's it's really neat when they do a demonstration. You see how it, it seems so simple, but it really is a lot of balance. It's very all about balance. Isn't it? And it's controlled movement that shows you when you shift weights and so forth. So it really helps you um, in a nice, almost dance, rhythmic way. Um, learn to control your balance and gain strength and balance control. It's a nice way, just like Young at Heart, to gain more strength and balance. I think what's unusual is most people might look at your option between doing our Young at Heart program where you're doing the resistance with the resistance bands and the Swiss balls versus doing Tai Chi and think, well, which one might be the most appropriate for me? This is what I think is very interesting. Tai Chi is really almost more of an advanced exercise program. Mm -hmm. It's not always for the person who really might be at the highest risk for frailty because to do Tai Chi properly, you need balance, and it helps maximize your balance. So if you're unsure about your balance or strength, start with our Young and Heart programs because that will build up your strength and make your balance better, and then you can progress into things like the Tai Chi and the community things. And so if you're, if you're trying to decide which might be the best event for you, and kind of depends on how, how comfortable you are with your balance currently. But a lot of people underestimate that Tai Chi is almost advanced, not necessarily the place for the beginner. Mm. Not that we want to tell anybody they can't right. go and join right, us, but right, you know, where, what might be the best fit for you if you're just starting out with us. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. We do have Tai Chi classes at the Modesto Senior Center uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> now that's where we have the STOAC yeah. meetings, is it not? Uh, no. no. Senior Bodum. Center's on Bodum. Oh, okay. Corner of Bodum I don't want to confuse anyone. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Ask Elaine directions. No, she no can, not a good uh, idea. Right we'll wind up in Idaho or something. They, yes, they can come and try it. And some of them in our classes, can they can do it seated in, in a chair. Oh, okay. Uh, we ha hmm. have had people, you know, start do that. Start out that way, maybe? Yeah, start out that way. Um, and... It's really interesting. Probably most of our students or classes consist of uh, about 45 in our uh, Tai Chi class, and they're all over 70. Mm, wow. Isn't that amazing? That's wonderful. So. That's wonderful. What, are we up to, what, 27 Young at Heart classes throughout the uh, various counties that we serve now? How many? Growing, isn't is that it? Right? What, That's over nine, 900 participants? If 1,100. We're up to 1,100. Okay, shows you wow. that i got to update my statistics. <laughs> and we have a walk every year, an annual yes. walk. Yeah, the walkathon. Yes, wonderful. It's a big May. deal this yeah. year, yes. Is there any cost to the program? Is there? Hello. <laughs> is it free? Yeah. Okay. It is a free class for anyone okay. 60 or over. And, well, actually, it's a free class for anybody 50 and over. It's just that if you're 50... Or below 60, you have to pay $11 for the exercise tube. Okay. But anybody 60 and over uh, get the tube free. Okay. And we have donation boxes and, you know. Uh, many of our uh, students are low income. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they, uh, they don't. Do what you can. 
Yeah. Well, friends outside Stanislaus County, you may be wondering, well, where can I find out information? Does my county have, or if you're living in Lower Slobovia, does Lower Slobovia have something <laughs> like this? A little bit of information, you can go to the website at www.healthyagingassociation.com. That's healthyagingassociation.com. Uh, we're talking about Fall Prevention Awareness Week, as uh, this is airing live September 19 uh, to 25. And uh, you can also call to find out about more activities in our area at 209-523-2800. That's 209-523-2800. And again, if you want to participate as a volunteer in uh, in uh, some of the studies that are being uh, done at uh, uh, California State University Stanislaus, you can give them a call at 209-664-6692. Again, 209-664-6692. A team, just, just to uh, recap a little bit about fall prevention and some of the issues that some of our listeners may be facing and thinking about as they hear the discussion around the table this evening. If someone has fallen, and the age groups can be anything from early I don't know where the age begins. We, any of us can take a fall, and that can be a very serious thing. If they've fallen, they need to tell someone. Is that correct? Can we just give words of encouragement on what to do and what kinds of things, what kinds of steps and precautions can they take? Taylor, can you uh, give some words of encouragement to people? We've got a, a couple minutes left here where we can just uh, uh, kind of recap on some of the things, some of the important things that we've hit on tonight. Well, I think, importantly, if somebody is experiencing a fall, Obviously, call 911. Do not feel like it's not worth troubling somebody else. Call a, a loved one or call 911 and get checked out because many people might fall and think they're embarrassed and don't want to call and, and might feel uh, discomfort. But if you actually have a fracture and you don't deal with that, it could get worse very rapidly. So be positive and go ahead and just take the initiative and make that call. And, of course, beyond that, what we need to do is keep people healthy. So keep them in our Young at Heart programs. Keep them exercising. Uh, eat as best you can and try to just watch the total amount of calories but not necessarily worry too much about the carbs and the proteins as much as just trying to eat a healthy diet. A lot like what Mom probably always said, variety, moderation, and activity. Keep those three things going. All right. And uh, Diana, how about you? We just would like to invite anybody out there to the Healthy Aging Summit on October 15th. Just come and see what it's all about. And we would like to have volunteers for our uh, Young at Heart classes to be trained. Young, we don't, young, old, middle. I think our oldest instructor is 82. Uh, wow, I like that. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. So, um, and we thank you because we refer a lot of people to AVC yeah. for the grab bars and mm -hmm. so forth. And um, just thank you for having us. Oh, we're so pleased to have you here. And Jill? Uh, I guess the main thing is that falls are not just a natural part of aging, that falls are preventable. So if you're, if you're having falls, if you're almost having near falls and you know that your balance is at question, you know, get, get it checked out. Talk to your health care provider. You, physician, your pharmacist, you know, and if you can get a PT eval. But don't, you know, take action. Take steps to prevent falls, right? That's one of our, our you know, little sayings because it really is something you can do about it. And that at the second fall, the next fall can be the one that really leads to injury. 
So do something about it. And I would imagine also that there are possible hidden uh, dangers as well, small fractures that you may not be aware of and that sort of thing. And so it underscores the importance of contacting somebody and uh, letting them know soon that a fall has occurred. Again, if you'd like to uh, talk uh, to more uh, of our guests about what's happening, give them a call at 209-523-2800. That's area code 209-523-2800. Well, we want to say a big thanks to all of our guests here tonight. Thank you to Taylor Marcel, to Jill Erickson, and to Diana Olson for joining us on the program. And thank you, dear friends, wherever you may happen to be listening to the show tonight. Have a great week, and may God continue to bless you as you love yourselves, as you love your neighbors, as you love yourselves. Thanks for joining us tonight. <laughs>